Good morning, everyone. May God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in to our live broadcast. I just want to remind you, as I do every day, uh, feel free to send in your prayer requests, uh, your testimonies, or your questions. We'd be glad to get to them at some point uh, in the near future. Whatever, whatever that would be, and prayer requests, of course, we take before the Lord right away, but questions will reserve them and, and uh, get to them uh, as soon as we possibly can. Um, today I'm going to be starting a new subject uh, about the millennium, uh, different ways the Bible speaks about it, but uh, that's the way most of us know it uh, as today. So with that said, we're going to go right into the scriptures, and uh, the first scripture is in Matthew uh, chapter 19, verse 28. And Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that ye which have followed me in the regeneration, when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, ye also shall sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. So, you can see here, this is referred to, this time, period of time is referred to as the regeneration. So, regeneration means recreation. So, this is speaking of the messianic kingdom. The time when Jesus Christ returns with his bride and sets up a kingdom on this earth that will last for 1,000 years, a literal kingdom on this literal earth. So it's going to be characterized as the regeneration or the recreation, the regeneration of the world and its order. You and I as believers are regenerated by the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But this earth has not been yet regenerated. And so Jesus refers to the millennium, millennial kingdom as a regeneration of the earth, a process where the earth becomes uh, uh, new. Uh, Revelation 11.15 says this, And the seventh angel sounded, and there were great voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. There's going to be a change of government and of the world order. It's going to be transferred from this corrupt, these corrupt governments that are ruled by Satan to Christ and the saints. Daniel 2, 31 through 35. You, O king, were watching, and behold, a great image. This great image, whose splendor was excellent, stood before you, and its form was awesome. This image's head was of fine gold, its chest and arms of silver, its belly and thighs of bronze, its legs of iron, its feet partly of iron and partly of clay. You watched while a stone was cut without out cut out without hands which struck the image on its feet of iron and clay and broke them in pieces then the iron the clay the bronze the silver and the gold were crushed together and became like chaff from the summer threshing floors 
The wind carried them away so that no trace of them was found, and the stone that struck the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. So this is speaking of that Nebuchadnezzar's dream and the great image that comes down. And at the end, there's going to be a stone that strikes and breaks the image. And this is the interpretation that Daniel gives to that in Daniel 2, 44 through 45. And in the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. And the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all those kingdoms. And it shall stand forever. Inasmuch as you saw that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands and that it broke in pieces the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great God has made known to the king what will come to pass after this. The dream is certain and interpretation is sure. So we understand Daniel was predicting the next three world governments that would come after Babylon. Governments that would span, well, they didn't span the whole world because they didn't cover America. Uh, it wasn't America then, but it didn't come to cover there, South America, North America, South America. It didn't cover Africa. Uh, Africa. Um, it didn't cover China. So it's a, that government, that, the government, the stone that comes down and crushes those ones is also a world government. But in that one, it says it fills the whole earth. So that's one thing we miss is the millennium will be on this earth and it will be a world government. You know, many times we refer to the uh, millennium merely as a honeymoon for Christ and the bride as though no one else is around on this earth. But scripture very clearly says the, the government of Jesus Christ will replace the government that currently, the, all of the governments that currently rule this world. And it says the saints will rule the nations. So we, will, we are going to be in a position of, of ruling. The Bible says this, and it, it's very clear. Um, yeah, from looking at, you know, look at Luke chapter 1. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be called great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall rule over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. David had a literal government on this little earth. He ruled from first Hebron and then he ruled from Jerusalem. And we know that Jesus Christ is going to rule from Jerusalem. Isaiah 9, 6, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts 
will perform it. So, again, a literal government on a literal earth. Jesus will rule from Jerusalem. The twelve apostles will be ruling from Jerusalem. The saints of the Gentiles will rule around the earth. If we suffer with him, the Bible says, if we suffer with him, we'll also reign with him. In the seventh church age, one of the, one of the rewards of the saints is that to him that overcomes, will I have him sit with me in my throne, even as I have overcome and sat down with my father in his throne. So we are to have a throne, a rulership. That's what we're being prepared for now. He, he's fitting us to rule through suffering and the building of character. He's preparing us to reign with Christ. I'm looking at the time frame, Revelation 20, verse 4, And I saw thrones, and they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. There's going to be thrones, there's going to be dominion, and you and I are going to share that with Christ. There is, we, we spoke about it before, the regeneration but there's a process of recreation. I'm going to read from Young Living's translation. For lo, this is Isaiah 65, verse 17. For lo, I am creating new heavens and a new earth, and the former things are not remembered, nor do they ascend on the heart. It says, lo, I am creating. It's a process during the millennium. It's not instantly when the millennium starts, everything's perfect, everything's, everything's better. It's a, it's, a, it's a healing. There's a great destruction at the end of the tribulation period, and then there's, the earth goes through a healing process by being under the rulership of Jesus Christ. So with that said, bring this episode to a close. If you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, please let me know. You can do so through our website, jasondemars.com. You can email me, d-e-m-j-a-s, at gmail.com. Or you can call or text me, 612-293-6846. Or contact me through any social media platform that you're listening to this from. God bless you.